Welcome to My Music Podcast, a podcast where we sit down with Michigan musicians and those alike, and we pick their brains on a host of topics. I am one of your hosts, KJ. I'm your other host, Scott. And Scott. Yep. Man, today with we us, got him. we got a lyrical assassin, a true wordsmith with us in the building today. We got the one and only J-Rob in the building. Kill the be killed, I'm on the hunt for the prey. Right before Faja, I mix a lot when I pray. A hum through a law, now may my enemies fall. A lot of y'all actors call you Steven Cigar. Cohiba puffing cigars, I'm working fuck with the guard. And we ain't pressing play on your shit, we pressing pause. Fuck is you rapping for, you ain't saying nothing at all. And the bigger that they come, then the harder that yo, they yo, fall. Yo, 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 good fellas? Man, you we've coming been, in we've been cool, talking about J. Rod. Yo, 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 man. That's what I like about <laughs> that you. That is the smoothest entrance. <laughs> Just slid right into first there. Um, yeah, we've been talking about having you on for a while now. Yeah. So thanks for making the time. We appreciate oh, man. it. Thank you guys for having me, man. I appreciate yeah. it. Man, J-Rob, so right off the bat, man, one, one thing I want to just jump into, you've been doing this for a minute. It's crazy, yeah. and I'm not I'm not going to put you on black. I'm not, I don't know what our <laughs> age difference is, but I feel like when I was starting to kind of do music stuff, man, I see you and uh, Bedrock and Lady yeah. Ace, man, y'all just been doing it for a minute, you know? Yeah, it's been a little while, man. It's been a little while. So tell us Without, about the journey. Man, it's been it's been all fun, man. You know, I can't, uh, I can't complain about anything. Met a lot of cool people on this journey. Um, been doing it, still doing it, still going hard, you know? Um, motivating my kids right. to do it. So um, it's awesome, man. I, like I said, I can't complain. Uh, it just gets better and better, you know what I mean? No, that's dope, man. I yeah. love it when you could involve the kids. I, uh, sure. your, your cover on the last album, you had you and your sons holding yeah, hands, yeah. man. I'm like, that's such a dope shot. Yeah. For sure, good luck. Yeah. Appreciate that. How old are your kids now? Uh, one is 13 and one is five. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Two boys. Yeah. yeah. They, uh, I know, so I saw you at one show and I think they was uh, there, man. And it was funny. I could see you kind of being dead more like looking <laughs> right over. We was at the uh, East Town Street Fair. Yeah. Uh, when y'all had played. Was your boys at, at that yeah, show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, I think my oldest uh, was um, my my youngest son, man. He always running around. He was probably on 6B somewhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, but my, my oldest son is really the one that be paying attention to everything and, and loves music. So He's yeah, keying in. Sure. That's at age. I know. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. That's sweet. We got like little ones. You know, my daughter ain't even two yet, so she uh -huh. has no but idea. We're that, planting but the seeds. We are. Yeah, are yeah. Sure. But I'm like, sure. J. Rob is there right now, I man. With your kid watching you perform live, I'm like, that's so, that's so dope. What yeah, can you go back in time when your first actual performance was? Like, how long have you been on the scene for? Man, so um, back, so so I moved to Chicago for. Uh, I've been back and forth from Chicago my whole life. Um, I came back to Grand Rapids and got it popping like uh less than less than 10 years ago let's just say that and uh one of my first times being back on the stage was like at a pyramid scheme uh with uh, Lisa Downey shout out to Lisa Downey she had this like music uh series I forgot what it was called um but yeah she I she, you just signed up and you went and I signed up and from there I was getting booked right again. on so yeah that yeah. was dope yeah yeah, that's what's up, man. I saw we're, I saw you at Listening Room, too. And, yeah. uh, man, one thing that I liked about that, you always play with Bedrock, but, you know, they had yeah. to kind of tame it there, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. A little bit. But have you always played with a live band, or how did that whole formation um, You know what's about? crazy, man? I got a chance to um, open up for Young Jeezy um, at oh, the dang. intersection. When was that? 
Uh, this was the first time he came, man. He did like an hour yeah, and a half a set. Wow. So wow. yeah, it was That's crazy. crazy. That's one crazy. of the best shows I ever been to at the intersection, and one of the best shows I've been to. Period. Um, if you're a Jeezy fan, you're a Jeezy fan. <laughs> yeah, Jeezy yeah, fan. yeah, man. So from there, um, that the first drummer, album, man. yeah, from there, uh, Orlando James, man, he uh, shout out Orlando, yeah, man. shout out to Orlando, yeah, a good shout out, I like it, <laughs> yeah, for sure. So um, I play against his brother in um, oh, basketball Courtney? in high school. So Courtney so. was my basketball coach when oh, I was word. in fifth grade. Oh, yeah, and we're that. not gonna. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's too funny but yeah so we yeah, go way back that's with dope the Jameses, that's dope though yeah. yeah so um good good family um yeah. so yeah so he he was at the show and he was like yo bro i play the drums but he don't know that i already knew he played the drums and i've been to mad shows with uh march 4th shout out to march 4th uh, still shouting out, but uh, <laughs> but yeah. So I would always want the band because I always seen Orlando killing the drums, and mm. he just came up to me after the Jeezy show and was like, "Yo, we gotta work." I didn't even know that you uh, did this. Yeah, I thought so, you were scouting him out. But I, I was, <laughs> yeah. But he was scouting me out. He, that yeah, day, yeah, so, like yeah. That was dope. <laughs> man, that's what's up, man. I, I love Orlando's playing style, man, and just everything yeah. he didn't do with Bayrock, man. It's it's dope, man. Yeah. You got any new music coming up? You working on yeah, anything? Yeah, so um, I just wrapped up an album. Um, You've been dropping singles on us left and right, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So tried that. Um, I don't really like it. Dropping um, the singles? We yeah. just talked we, about this. Talk we about was like, I'm an album guy. Like, I can only think albums. But the way that the landscape of music is dropping, it's like, give me a single. Show me you hot. Especially in the yeah. rap, man. It's yeah. like, give me a single. Without a doubt. Three weeks rap, later, man. give me another one. Yeah. It's like, dang, yep. man. You need a whole concept. Yeah. So the plan this year was to drop a single every month. Mm. And then I just was like, yo, this is not me. You know what I mean? I, I'm an I'm a album EP guy. At least right. the EP. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, but yeah, I, I record all the time and I just started, you know, recording this album um, and it's called, <laughs> it's called uh, Good God, God's Good. Good so, God, God's Good. Yeah. Like so uh, that's the name right now. So cool. Um, I like that. Yeah. Are you? Oh, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say uh, one single that I like by J. Rab is "Money Bags." If you could slice, we will a, a slice copy it on. Right yeah. Here, yeah. Then the most lava volcano, lava with the flow. Peep the show in designer clothes. Me, I'm on this road and I didn't seen a lot like a fiend a block. Cause people fiend a lot. What you telling in your message? You spitting caps or spitting facts? Are you actually trying to push it? Are you self-producing everything? You making? So V12, the hitman who did. Money bags. Um, I was actually working on an EP with him, but recorded so many songs that I was like, "Yo, this is turning into an album." So, V12, the hitman, he's from Grand Rapids. He's actually worked with name him, and he's worked with him. Nipsey Hussle. He he lives in LA right now. So shout out to him. Uh, Lebanon, Lebanon Adon, uh, who is a producer. Um, don't quote me on where he's from, but he's from the East Coast. Um, got a, just met him online started sending me stuff stuff like that so and then um sacrifice uh who is from grand rapids i don't produce i dabble in it i'm i'm getting nice with it though and yeah. so that'll probably come next album you got a, you got myself. an npc yet 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was going to yeah. say, if you got the Studio MPC, Black. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to be good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Be fine. I'm, I'm all right. I'm just, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. now, I'm not comfortable right now to put, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, it's getting there. Though. I get yeah. that. Yeah, 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 I get that. Every musician, man, got their uh, progress, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Progression. Because yeah. I think, like, sort of the rap community is a little bit different. There's a big sense of collaboration. Yeah. Um, where maybe in like rock bands, there's a little bit more like, this is our thing, you know, this is our, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? It's like, this is what we do. We together, we a unit. We all got to come together and make some rap. It's like, yo, I can get this producer. Get, yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Producer. Yo, Which you I've got, always been you hear kind of what I got. Yeah. 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 So I have one producer who is actually my cousin and his name is Nostalgia that me and him sit down and, and make the beats together. You know what I mean? And then. Pretty much, he's like my house producer, you know okay. what I mean? So me and him work very closely together. He, he's teaching me a lot about just beat making, right. you know what I mean? But everybody else is just like, hey, they send me stuff all the time. I got thousands of beats right now that, you know, that I got songs to and haven't been released, stuff like that. So most of the time, you know, with, with me being, you know, a working guy, you know, with doing music, yeah. it's, it's just easier that way for me right now. Now, if I sign that deal, <laughs> and I'm able to be in the studio yeah, for right. hours yeah. and hours on yeah. end, then it, it changes. Man, you know I mean? we, we haven't talked about this in the podcast, but I feel like we have to. We haven't really went into that because you got kids. We was talking before the podcast about how you got kids, you know. Yeah. We got kids, you know, we got day jobs, whatever you do too. Yep, and it's yep. like, man, when you, you got that passion and that drive for the music, but it's like, man, when you work, you take care of your kids, yeah. and then it's at the end of the day, go time to like create, you be like, oh. I got to tap into something different, yeah. you know? Is that how you feel sometimes? Or you feel like you just still yeah, just man. keep creating? It's tough, man. Um, uh, uh, MC that um, that I know, he said he, he wrote a verse every day. And I try to do that every day. Just like even at work, you right. know, just sparking ideas. I use my recorder a lot. So I'm always being creative, man. Just the creative space is like one that will never like go away for me. That's a mean? good idea. You yeah. like, do you like ever like, so you have all the verses laid out and you go back and you'd be like, oh damn, this kind of match yeah, with this yeah, and that yeah. type of thing. Yeah, That's I'm always dope. piecing stuff, piecing stuff together like that, man. It's just, anytime I get a chance, you know, away from the kids or whatever, even when I'm with the kids, I ain't gonna lie. Hey, y'all going there, I'm writing now. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Well, I was I was gonna ask you that. It's like, when do you do your best writing? But it yeah. sounds like you're you've made it more of a, uh, life practice rather than I'm going to sit down and do this right now. Um, For sure. No, that's dope. And I do think about that often, like the freedom that you have as a, as a lyric writer that you don't, you're not tethered to anything. You're not tethered to an instrument or to a, a specific space. Like you could be in your car, voice memo. Yeah. There it is. You know, yeah. um, I've tried that. I'm writing lyrics. I think <laughs> this comes naturally <laughs> to some people and, not so much for me, but yeah. I, I always get, I'm always blown away with somebody I can like turn a phrase, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, no. I even think of like, how does a drummer like sit down and like, that's yeah, such like write a, a drumming part. It was like a <laughs> commitment to like space and noise and, uh, yeah. you know, yeah, it's man. different than having a uh, pad of paper and a pen. <laughs> you, like, you you might have just challenged me. I'm like, I like that writing a verse a day, man. It's I just like going that. Yeah, back. Yeah. I used yeah. to write every day, and it used to just kind of just be like, whatever I'm thinking about type thing. But yeah. I'm like, might as well write some, at least one verse every day and try right, right. to put stuff together. Yeah, I write R&B music too. So, um, you know, I try to 
I try to, you know, go in and out with both just to be creative. You yeah. know what I mean? So I try to write songs for other people as well. So Man, I always think about that. It's like, yeah. uh, it's interesting. Uh, in our band, we got uh, Elliot, where I feel like sometimes I will write lyrics, you know, that he's singing. And it's just kind of like, it makes more sense for somebody else. Like, even though these are my feelings, it's like I hear somebody else's voice yeah. I do, doing this way better. I try to do that. It's not successful. I like you I, have. Hear, I hear your voice yeah. when I write lyrics. I feel like you have to. I'm, I'm not going to be the one singing them. Yeah. <laughs> so I think about your cadence. I'm not great at it, but. Yeah. Who have you? Uh, has anybody uh, like recorded any of your songs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to Joey Barnes. OK. Um, so if, if you heard my music, then you've heard Joey on some songs. So. Um, I write for him. Um, I've written for Lynette O'Flynn, who is a singer. And all my hooks, really, the hooks that you hear, I write them, you know, even though there's a singer on them. So, yeah, man, no, that's I try. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> I see it throughout your uh, your whole catalog, man. I see all different types of features. So, yeah. obviously, I mean, just something that I know, just Lady A's Boogie, obviously, you know, y'all, y'all been tight doing stuff for a long time. Yeah. Shout out Gopped Up Speedy, man. Yeah, I yeah. on the track. Fable, you had Fable on the, the, the old album, man. Yeah, so, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rapping. Yeah, you're rapping. He was rapping. I was surprised by that. Yeah, I was like, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Fable, too. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, so, how do you how do you feel? Like, do sometimes do you hear a song and you like, yo, I need an extra verse or extra voice or what's your process behind your collaboration ideas yeah man it just um so i'm i'm big on like letting the music talk to me you know and let me like what i hear um so you know i just finished up like a a, a love song and it's like um I'm, I'm basically talking about wifey and like i'm like yo my wife can't rap like, <laughs> but I need her. Like, I need that. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I, you know, I'll hear like uh, the voice of the person. Like, um, just for instance, I'm looking for her right now. So, I hope she listens to this. Um, her name is Lola uh, Blanco. So, I, I heard her. So, a lot of times, it's just you know the ear and knowing you know what you want on there. You know how it is. Yeah, 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 right yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's that's probably it more helpful doing that. Like, you kind of remove yourself from it. In yeah. a way, like, you know? Right, yeah, no, for sure. You can kind of put your head in somebody else's head. I mean, yeah. collaboration is, like, one of the, my favorite things yeah. in music. You know, and we talked about that before in the past where it's like, you could make solo music, but it's just like, man, something about being in a band or something about working with other people. Other people. It's yeah. just yeah. like, you feel like you're going to get closer to that finish line and beyond the finish line, too, you know what I mean? I think you it's like a psychological thing. It you're is. not just, like, in your own head. You're thinking outside of yourself and, yeah, right. you know... Um, and I think that can sort of drive you when, you know, you're either going to be accountable to somebody else or you're going to motivate or inspire somebody else to mm -hmm. kind of give something back to you. I think it's, that's just the best way I think you can do it. Yeah. I don't know. There's yeah. plenty of people that do it, you know, solo all the way that are right. very successful, yeah. but yeah. yeah. No, that's why I love working with a bedrock just because there's so many ideas that spark, you know what I mean? And even though, um, you know, we've, we've recorded a couple uh, tracks too so a lot of ideas spark you know when it's just me you know right it's just yeah. my ideas you know what i mean yeah, yeah. but camille on the bass might be like yo we need to you know yo, do camille this. hey camille <laughs> on basses she is nasty i, yeah, I don't is. did she only just play with bedrock uh, I, I believe she plays at church too, okay. and some other you know, stuff. Man, yeah, say yeah. no more. It's like when I see her play, I'm like, yeah, she got them gospel chops. Like, yeah, just say that, yeah, yeah. just them, them, them good runs, you know. <laughs> yeah. 
That's yeah. great. And then you got Mel V with you, man. Yeah. Energy, man. And I, that's the one guitarist who matched my energy for sure. Sweet. I think I see him rolling around <laughs> doing a front flip one time with his guitar. I was like, how do you just flip with a guitar on the yeah. front? <laughs> yeah, energy is his middle name. Yeah. Coming from a guy that's busted a chord the yeah. other night of the show. <laughs> Dude, I ripped. I was playing a song and I stepped on my chord, didn't even notice. I went to play. I'm like, what the hell? I looked down and literally it's just the input in my guitar. Oh, so wow. I ripped it out, yeah. ran back. Stay, grabbed another cable and hurried up to plug it no, in. No front flips for you. No front flips for me, man. I dinged up my new guitar first show. Remember, yeah. I had that wireless pack and yeah. then I hit a chair somewhere in the bar and messed oh. it up. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you this. <laughs> um, what do you enjoy more, uh, the studio or playing out live? Mm. Live. Yeah. Playing out live. Just yeah. Just more freedom. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, a lot of times when I record, I'm just by myself. I don't really like people to be in the studio with me when I record. I just like working with my engineer, yeah, um, yeah. who whose name is Flex. Nice. Um, I love Flex. He makes me sound good. But you know, I, I love like touching the people and interacting with the people and giving that energy. Um, I just said Mel V's middle name is Energy, so is mine. You know what I mean? So I feed off. I feed off that. That's what it is, too. When you play live with other people, it's just like that energy of everybody yeah. around y'all, especially when you're doing something or especially when somebody, if Orlando hit that role and y'all yeah. like ain't yeah. did that in practice and you look like, oh, shit, okay, yeah. you yeah. put it on. Sure. Yeah. I guess I, I'm like, uh, I'll just like throw out how naive I am to a lot of things. But like, is touring big in the, the rap hip hop world, not like compared to the so. rock world? I mean, yeah. Nas and Wu Tang Clan about to go on tour, and I'm definitely getting yeah. tickets to us. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Uh, Wu Tang. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And as a as an artist, just in any genre, you you, know, you want a tour. Okay, you know what I mean? Like okay. it's a big deal. I believe it. I, it's just not. Yeah, yeah, I don't have my eyes open to it, so I don't know. Yeah, man. I saw Danny Brown three times on tour, man. And Dang. it's like each time he got bigger. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? It's just, that's I mean, the that's only way. The yeah, I was going to say, that's like really yeah. the only way to spread the word. It's there like, man, so I'm playing at Pyramid Scheme to Intersection yeah. to going to Detroit to see him at a larger venue. You know what I mean? It's just like, you got to keep climbing the ladder regardless of what genre you're in. I feel like people got to see you yeah. nowadays. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Things spread so different. I, I just think so much about social media and how things True. spread. I mean, like, uh, do you yeah. think Lil Nas X like ever played a small? That venue? I know that's what I'm thinking. It's like oh. his stardom. He just came up. Yeah, yeah you're playing yeah. in the stadium. Yeah, <laughs> you in the stadium. You only got one single out, but yeah. you in a stadium. That's now. crazy. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about it that way. All Should right. we jump into our topic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's jump into the first topic. So, J. Rob, I kind of geared you up for this, and it's uh -huh. just, just like a free foreign conversation. <laughs> but for this first thing, I just wanted to talk about guilty pleasure so yeah i got my thoughts and feelings on it but i want to ask you like how do you feel about that term and, and just like what do you think about guilty pleasures man I, you know when you said that man i i thought about it and i was like wow do i really have any guilty pleasures you know then it kind of gets like you know exactly what is a guilty pleasure right you know what i mean yeah. like something that we don't really want other people to know and we kind of keep it to ourselves. But see, I'm not like, like that anymore. I'm just yeah. like, man, everything is out here. Whatever I like. I oh, mean, I, like, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I will say, like, for instance, like, I would say just to, like to throw it out there. Like, I talk about Joni Mitchell a lot in this podcast. If people met me, I don't think they would think, like, I well, like Joni Mitchell. <laughs> let, me, let me, like, dive a little bit deeper here. Because yeah. I think what I, when you 
presented the topic to me uh, and I was thinking about it. I think it really is about context, like who you're True. with. Yeah. Like some people are going to be cool with you bringing up Joni Mitchell and some people are going to be like, what? give you like yeah. a, a cross eye, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, name any other guilty pleasure you have. And you're like, who am I comfortable sharing this with? You know? Yeah. Jerry, I'll tell you the thing that made me think about this uh, was just like with you being a rap artist and a hip hop artist. Yeah. I saw uh, something recently where they were talking to Jay Z and he was talking about how he don't really listen to rap music and they just kept being like, huh? What? Like, yeah. It was like uh, amazing to them. And it's like, he's like, I make rap music like all day long. Like, right. I need motivation from other things. So, like, he was talking about uh, 444, that album, okay. and how he was only listening to like jazz music and yeah. things outside of rap. Yeah. yeah. And he <laughs> said that to, you know, I think it was DJ Premier. Who, who did the producing on that? A lot of that. Uh, I don't know. It's like Ninth Wonder, DJ Premier, one of those yeah, dudes. But whoever yeah. was producing it with him, you know, he was giving them all the samples. And he's like, that's what made my music great. Not listening to rap music. It was yeah. listening to other things, you know. Yeah. So I guess that's what got me on that train of thought, too. So I was thinking, like, if, do you ever think of things where you're like, how can I integrate this into the, the hip hop uh, rap world, even though it isn't rap or hip hop? Man, I listen to everything, man. Um sometimes like i you know like uh i'll look at the samples of songs and then listen to the actual song that they used as the sample because i didn't know you know what i mean so i i don't know man um i listen to like everything like i before i came here i was listening to nirvana like a lot of people would be like you listen right, to, right. like yeah. i turn that on at work and people looking at me like crazy like you listen to <laughs> yeah. that like yeah dude right always yeah have, you they know? painted you some way <laughs> yeah exactly. you know what yeah. i mean so because uh, you know i i do listen to rap though yeah. you know what i mean i listen the bulk of, of what i listen yeah. to is yeah. is, is rap um, yeah but it's like you could listen to other genres though and i think that's the thing is like that's where it's hard for me for like a guilty pleasure where like somebody might see that and be like, why are you listening to Ron? It's like, why can't he? They were one of the yeah. most popular bands of the 90s. Right, <laughs> like right, every, right. Everything well, about them. You yeah. Know? I think the thing that we take for we don't take into consideration is as musicians, we're pretty open minded right. to a lot of music where non-musicians are like, this is this is what I like. It might be narrow, but this is what I like. And then when you present to them this really wide spectrum, it's like, sort of flabbergasting to yeah. them, you know, like, yeah. Like, yeah. what do you mean? Like, <laughs> no, that's a really good point. Yeah. I think that's what it is. I think just like being a musician is just like, you're looking for inspiration from anywhere or yeah. anything yeah. or anything yeah. that can tap in your feelings. It's like Kurt Cobain could say two words that might make you write a rap song just based off of, you know, how he feels, you right. know what I mean? Right. And it's just like to avoid yourself of even trying to listen to that and like miss out on an opportunity to gain some type of inspiration. It's just like crazy. But for the average listener who might not make music is just like yeah i'm gonna stay in my lane and enjoy what i enjoy yeah 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 100 um i mean for me today i was just thinking about it and like dixie chicks came up in my head i'm like <laughs> but what it holds for her she hasn't yet yes she needs wide open spaces That is a guilty I don't mind, pleasure. I don't mind the Dixie Chicks with some tracks. Yeah, yeah. But like, what I want to like go the chicks, not the oh, Dixie the chicks. Just yeah, the chicks, yeah, yeah. now. Yeah. 
Um, would I want to go like project that everywhere? Probably not. Like, you know, I don't need to bring it up in circles, talk about music, but like, cause it's like kind of objectively bad pop country. No. I mean, there's great hooks on it, but I like to make people uncomfortable and mention that all my cousins, man, you know, they, they don't listen to anything that I listen to. <laughs> and I'll just be like, Hey, you ever heard of this, uh, Blink 182 song? You yeah. want to check it out? They're like, who's yeah. Blink 182? I'm like, here you go. <laughs> check this out. For me, I think it's also like. A uh, guilty pleasure typically is like s- some type of music that doesn't have a lot of cultural. Mm, oh um, no, you right. They haven't aged well. Maybe they're not like, you know, it's usually like pop music in my head. Yeah. Like it's just like it's like candy. You know, you, you eat it. It's like <laughs> bubble gum. You, you chew on it and then you spit it out. I'm like yeah. okay, I'm done with that. Granted, like Dixie Chicks doesn't fit them. I don't know what I'm trying no, to say. You, you, you know? you're right with that. It's like if I was to tell somebody like, oh, I really love like Rick, Rick Astley, Never Gonna Give You Up. They'd be like, ha yeah, yeah, for real. But what's your favorite song? Like, right. no, Rick Astley, Never Gonna Give You Up is my favorite song. It's yeah. like nobody would ever believe that. Yeah. That would be a guilty pleasure. It's you know? sort of like, like a novelty song. It really way. is. Yeah. yeah. Never gonna let you down. Yeah, because you couldn't be like, oh, my guilty pleasure is uh, Thelonious Monk or something. It's like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, it's like a to- total, you know, like cultural cachet there, you know. Um, so I think it's something that's like kind of icky and gross in the pop spectrum. That's interesting. Like, uh, j I got to ask you. So here's a song that <laughs> I would consider a guilty pleasure that I, I feel like I brought up before and we were talking about John Mayer earlier. So it just got me thinking about this. Like, do you enjoy, like, your body is a wonderland? Man, I will bump the <laughs> shit out of that. For real. I know. See, that's one of those songs, like, where, yeah, for that's me. That's a guilty pleasure. Exactly. Oh, right. We're just, just got- like, yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't post that on my Instagram like, man, it was just listen to your body. You know what? I probably would. Fuck it. (laughs) No, I do that a lot with a lot of songs, but yeah, Yeah. something like that. That's interesting. Your body is a wonderland. Your body is a wonderland. I'll use my hands. Your body is a wonderland. As I was yeah. just saying, like, oh, I don't believe in guilty pleasure, but anything. <laughs> right, right. I mean, so I was listening to that 60 songs with Britney Spears today. Oh, I didn't listen to that yet. And, yeah. and so I started listening to a whole bunch of Mariah Carey. I'm Bro, like, I've been getting back into Mariah Carey because uh, I got into ODB and he's on a remix to Fantasy. And I've just been obsessed with Wu-Tang. But I went from Wu-Tang to Mariah Carey <laughs> from going to fantasies. And nice. now I've just been listening to her albums. But so also, cool. I was reading that Questlove uh, Music is History book. And he uh, mentions Mariah a little bit. So, that, yeah, I man. mean, but that's like... Shout out Mariah. Mariah Carey's yeah. fantastic, you know. For sure. So I don't know if you could call Some it people hate people. Mariah Carey, though, man. Yeah. yeah. I don't feel like she gets enough credit. Oh, really? I Let's talk about yeah, this. She don't get enough Why do you credit. say that? Uh man, just look at what she did. Like when she first came in, like she was like one of the best in history, right? Yeah. Um, so she's kind of become a meme now. Yeah. Like, oh, really? You know, Tell like, me about. I don't know about she's this. She's not aging well. Like, uh, yeah. Fine wine. Like, I think. But that. she like opened the door for all those 
Christina Aguilera. I think a Lady lot of Gaga, people like, laugh at her yeah. now because like her whole thing is hitting a high note. And it's like, yeah, uh, no shit. If I could hit a high note too, every time I perform, I would be like, I'm about to hit y'all with this high note. Oh, so yeah, like sure. breaking glass. Yeah. So that's like one part of me like, oh, here go Mariah again, the high note. You know what I mean? And then two, the the whole Christmas thing, which she's leaned into. I feel like like I'm the queen of Christmas. Like do what I own you do. this fucking season. Yeah, yeah. I'm if it's uh, if you talking about Christmas, it's Mariah Carey. Season that's yeah, yeah. That, that song, but I think she like, realized she could get that bag now. She yeah. was uh, she was on a McDonald's, she had a McDonald's meal like for Christmas. I was just like, <laughs> Well, what? come on, she's on the later stages of her career, you know, that's let her have is. what she wants, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she's yeah. She, she's done what she needs to do. I yeah. think, too, man, a lot of times with musicians, and this is maybe like a, a tangent now, I feel like as they get further along in their career, it's like people kind of like you owe news and like I'm tired of you, regardless of what nostalgic yeah. thing I have attached to you like you old news now you know regardless of what you put out or what you did you right know? Yeah. yeah yeah that's what I feel like in in hip-hop rap it's just like you know you gotta stay consistent you know because it's so much it's like oversaturated yeah you know what I mean so you you can get lost and people forget you know about you quick you know yeah. what I mean so I think, All it takes is like one bad drop too, man. Yeah, people yeah, yeah. just you could drop yeah. five albums afterwards as fire, and people be like, "No, nah, man. man, that last album was yeah. whack." Well, that's what we're talking <laughs> about with like dropping singles. I think that's like it's like putting fists on top of each other. Like, who's gonna be the next one that comes out with the next single? Because like, yeah, that new single comes out, yours is forgotten. Yeah, you know, for sure, for sure. I think Beyonce said something about the whole single thing. I forgot exactly what she said, but she said. You know, it's kind of messing up the game a little. It bit, is, you yeah, know, with, yeah. With so many artists just dropping one song, too you much. Know what I mean, ADD yeah. out there for listeners. They're just being tossed <laughs> I think, around. I think is is that, and then I think it's the culture too. It's just like the bedroom musician. You can make music yeah. at will. So it's just like I'm gonna yeah. make a single. I don't have time or energy to make a whole album. But here's a little idea I had, and then here's yeah. another one I had two months later. Yeah. Here's another one. You it's know, a what gift I mean? and a curse. It really is. Yeah. 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 There's yeah. no gatekeepers anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that's really what it is. It's no yeah. gatekeepers. But yeah, I mean, you see that though. Where like uh, <laughs> I look on Spotify as an artist, you know, and I see like 1.5 million streams on this song and then the next one is like five thousand and three it's like damn people only listening to one song i feel like as a artist man or as a musician it's just like i i don't know i i mean maybe this is like an egotistical thing but it's like i want people to enjoy my whole body of work not just one thing i did and be like this is what i'm tapping into for sure yeah i mean it's just again going to like what pop music is popular music it's, it's but i think some of these artists aren't even like pop artists you know what i mean they could be like a, a little indie artist or independent artist and they still but just they're going for that singles. like that you know slam dunk one song it's not like check out my hole and you were talking about like uh what's his name that did country uh the country. little nas x yeah i mean yeah. like fortunately for him I'm, i think people still have interest in him yeah he dropped uh Montero he, and it's a uh, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. certified. I mean, he could have <laughs> just dropped that one song and just been like, "I'm out. I made yeah. my money." You know, I don't know what what you're aiming for as a musician, in like what your motives are. Yeah, you know, when well, it comes to like what you're releasing. Well, we talking about people, right? Everybody's different, so you know, you might want to just drop a song every quarter. You right. know what I mean? Where somebody like me, I want to give you a whole body of work. I want to. I want to surpass uh, Kendrick Lamar's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, you know, so everybody's different. Um, 
I think singles do work for some artists, you know, that's it's, it's okay, you know. Yeah. But, you know, you got some artists that have to give you that full album. You it's know like, it's right. the only way I could communicate yeah, you know, yeah. what I need to to you. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. I was going to toss out another guilty pleasure that I have. Yeah. Jean Paul. Jean Paul. Jean Paul. Like, Give me the light. I was gonna yeah. say Sean Paul, like Sean, Sean, Paul. Sean Paul. I was like Sean I said Paul. Sean, Sean. <laughs> I was like, I, I added, know Sean Paul. I add a little bit of flavor to it. Well, you know you're not letting them guy that affect your young girl. Just give me the light and pass the job. What's another buckle of more? Tell him in a message and I got to know. Which one is gonna catch my flow? I mean, I divide and I got my dough. What's another buckle of more? Tell him looking up and I got to know. One, two, three, four. Just give it a dope, though. That's dope. Yeah, I love Sean Paul. I love Sean <laughs> yeah, Paul. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, radio, I don't know. Don't be ashamed of that one. No. <laughs> I feel like it's like really. I mean, he had the radios on lock, man, like early oh, 2000s. He did. I'm he not saying. So many well, that's hits. how I heard about him, but I'm like, I don't know if that's cool music by any stretch, <laughs> but it's, it's fucking int- good. <laughs> man, it's always so weird because it's just like, I think a lot of times, like, you attach music to a nostalgic thing. You know what I mean? So, like, for for me to think about Sean Paul, it's like that was high school dances and shit like that. So like it's hot, glue. but yeah, oh. <laughs> like glue. But I'm like, I wonder what like a, a teenager would think if I put on Sean Paul for them right now. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. It's a guilty yeah, pleasure. Cause I'm like, sure. yeah, I probably wouldn't like. You wouldn't think I'm a cool guy if I put that on for you right but now. But I think that's just. Uh, it's interesting though. I mean, I think that could be with anything classic. It's like if you put on Led Zeppelin or the Beatles or James Brown or whatever you think classic for a teenager, they still gonna be like, mm, I don't fuck with this. So yeah. it's like, and but you wouldn't consider a, those a guilty pleasure. But you could put on. Like you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff that's like the the youngs are like, okay, this the is actually kind of hip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we just call <laughs> them the I'm youngs. Like, I put on like Phil Collins. They're just like, you know, <laughs> invisible toucher. I can't dance or something. They just look at me all weird. I'm like, this is a it's a great, objectively yeah. good song. They're like, no. <laughs> So I got a huge one, man, and it's it's Nickelback. Oh, <laughs> get the fuck out of here, J. Rod. Okay. You can leave, bro. <laughs> okay, so now you actually Nickelback. Tap, you found yeah. gold if you're saying that. This is how you remind me of what I really am. This is how you remind me of what I really am. It's not like you say sorry. I was waiting on a different story. This time I'm. All right, no, you really like Nickelback? Man, uh, some most... Never made it as a wise man. <laughs> Couldn't cut it as a poor man. I never thought I'd have to splice in Nickelback into this podcast. Uh, no. All right, you got to break this down for That's me, good. man. It's you just break... good, man. It just sounds in what good. sense? What? It just sounds you good. You like his voice? <laughs> I do. Jack Kroger? <laughs> I do, man. I got beef with Nickelback, man. I mean, can we just like say Creed as well at the same time? Yeah, <laughs> Creed. Creed three doors same. down. Three doors down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All of that. All of that. Yeah, that's interesting. What's that Kryptonite song? <laughs> if you still call me Superman, <laughs> I know all the shit. So I guess good, maybe I'm man. a Nickelback fan too. Man. It's crazy though, but you know, <laughs> to to put some respect on Nickelback's name, man, they had hits. Yeah. And I think they really don't deserve how much they get dragged through the mud. Like, they did a show, this is probably like five years ago now, 
But the, the people was throwing rocks at them, bro. Like, wow. they was like, get the fuck Who off the stage. Who goes to a show and throws rocks at people? Wow. Like, yeah. yeah. Why do you even yeah. have, why are you there? It was like a, I think it was like a festival thing. Oh, like, oh, they just so happened like, to be fuck. one of the bands. Yeah, and people was like, we don't want to fucking see y'all. And they left. And it's just like, you know, all the Nickelback memes out oh, there and things wow. like that, where it's just yeah. like, yeah, man. I mean, people just Damn, hate they do Nickelback. Nickelback like that. They do. You don't wow. know that? Nah, people I, hate. I did not know people, that. Like, if there is probably a number one band that people hate, it's probably Nickelback, if if I had to say and the so. funny thing is, like, they don't probably give a fuck with how much money they oh, make, right. you know? I think they kind of do. Why I think Chad though? Kroger is kind of getting his feelings now. Like, you at first, think? I think they were like, okay, whatever, y'all hate us. But now it's just been going on for years, Look, you know what well, I mean? why, though? I think because of the way he sings, like, a lot of people make fun of that, which is funny because, like, Pearl Jam and Eddie Vedder, I feel like he kind of has that well, but type of similar style. Uh, yeah. Look at you, like, don't like, compare. <laughs> well, it's like, what's to be, like, a facsimile of a facsimile of a facsimile of, like, it just becomes a lesser version of it, you know? Yeah. I think, too, I think it just with society and the way things are, it's like somebody creates something, somebody says something, and people attach to it. So somewhere along the line, Nickelback got known as like this guilty pleasure band with these corny things. And then everybody was like, cool, let's make memes about them. And then all the memes started to blow up. And then people was like, oh, I really hate Nickelback, even though they might not have hated them until like all of this stuff, like, you know, just kind of. It is. I mean, I can I respect that, though. Like, I mean, they had good. He was good. They had good songs <laughs> for Nickelback. You know, they they were on the they radio. They had hits. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Did. That's what that's where they that's where we're like. I feel like Chad Kroger is feeling disrespect. It's like, yo, we had number one hits across the radio, and we coming right. out to perform for y'all in a different country, and y'all yeah. throwing rocks at us. Like, wow. what, what what do we do? But I think it's just more so because of what it's became in society, of like this thing to hate Nickelback. You know. Well, now you got me hunting for because I know somewhere in my head that I have a, a Nickelback that I'm like. A Nickelback song that you no, like? No, there's or? like a, an e- equal to that. That's just like, that is a true guilty pleasure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think too. Yeah, I was trying to think of that. I mean, I don't know if I could top uh, Nickelback though. <laughs> you know why I like it? I bought the last car I bought, man. It must have had it programmed in the, uh, in <laughs> it's just the, like, the, the, the right. radio or whatever, right? And so every time I turn the car on, that song comes on. <laughs> I'm like, I just let this Force ride. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, you know what else has become a very big meme as uh, I'm looking this up? Is the look at this photograph meme. Have y'all heard that? You know the song by Nickelback was like, look at this photograph. Every yeah. time I hear it makes me laugh. No. Yeah. No. So uh, there's a, a meme hey, now. that's a good song too. <laughs> that is. Hey, that is a good song. So <laughs> there's like this meme that has become popular where it's like, look at this photograph of me holding a photograph. And people are like Photoshop the yeah. Chad Kroger and I'm holding that's it. Good. And for a while it got like pretty deep. I think people were like, look at this photograph of me holding this photograph of me holding it of a yeah. photograph. Wow. Yeah, I mean, but when you've um, reached we're that. terrible, man. We're terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it says uh parents surprise him with concert tickets. <laughs> like that's that's the type of the content that's out there for uh Nickelback. I, just, I don't even know what I that mean, means. we could be so lucky to be Nickelback in our crazy I know, and, that, right and that's exactly and, right. what I'm saying. That's where he's just like put Not some care respect, in the world. Put yeah. some respect on my name, <laughs> right. man. Like they they did it. Man, Nickelback. I was not expecting you to pull that one out. I gotta <laughs> say, yeah, that's 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 one of them. Yeah. What's man. that? Um, Sean Kingston. <laughs> Sean Kingston. You just going in all the reggae dance hall stuff? <laughs> I, I don't think I, any of that is. I really told a you that song. Pleasure. You're like, oh, 
Which Sean Kingston song? Way too beautiful, girl. Yeah. Oh, that's a dope that's song. A good yeah, no, I, I like that one actually. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm just and trying he, to think. It probably like, came from a real place too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, song. you know a song. This is not a guilty pleasure for me, but I heard it and it reminded me of that song, and I forgot how big it was. Is that cheerleader song? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know this one. What make you feel like cheating? I'm like no, not really, cause oh, I think that I found myself a cheerleader. She is always right there when I need her. Oh, I think that I found myself a cheerleader. That, oh, I think that I found myself a Okay, so no, no joke. My daughter loves. <laughs> I was gonna that say song. I knew Thalo probably liked that song. Man. That's a good. Yeah. That's a good song too. You know, the one song that my daughter has been loving, and like at first I hated it, but now the more I hear it, I'm like, damn, there's some cool shit going on in here. Is uh, we don't talk about Bruno from the Encanto. I was gonna bring up like all the yeah. Disney stuff. Like I love Moana, and that's like a guilty pleasure. Yeah, I will say so. Yo, yeah. When we watch that movie at my house, man, we go into <laughs> full mo. We get in, like we get up and do the motions with that song. We <laughs> with the we, we don't, don't talk, talk about Bruno. Bruno. Yeah, I know not the beat switch up, man. When she started whispering, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, dope. yo, there's a lot going that's on. That's where we were like roll up. Like in your in your minivan next to another dad blasting it, you just like nod <laughs> like, at each yeah, other. Yeah. Like I get you, you know what's up, <laughs> you know what's up. <laughs> but like, sure. he told me my fish would die the next day. No, no, he told me I'd grow a ghost, and just like he said, he said that all my hair would disappear. Now look at my hair. Yeah, Disney man, they got a lot. You can consider it a guilty pleasure, well, that's, but they're Lin always Manuel fun. Miranda, yeah. I mean, like he's he's a great songwriter. Yeah, he Damn. is, man. Whatever he does, man, with with rap, it's like and it's so weird too because it's just like with a, a Encanto movie like that. I feel like it's been a while since you've seen like Disney movies. They're starting to incorporate kind of that culture, man. I love yeah, that. Yeah, like you different, know, different yeah. Uh, musical sort of cultures, like you said. Yeah, yeah you know another one I seen with Lin Manuel Miranda was uh, Vivo. Uh, that's a good one too. Uh, Which one's that? I don't know that one. He's like a chinchilla. Uh, and okay. He's like a monkey or whatever, and he has a guy that he dances with, and like does all these music things. And he, okay. And I won't ruin it, but uh, <laughs> you know the chinchilla gets separated from his main guy and has. Okay, to that'll be movie uh, movie day oh, on Saturday. Yeah. Vivo, yeah, y'all yeah, both gotta watch okay. Vivo. Yeah, Missy Elliott has a song in there. That's the song that I really okay. like. You gotta splice. That song I'll put it in yeah, there. The one with Missy Elliott for sure. Everybody bounce when they see me come. I come through dress like a showroom. Who fly in me? Oh no one. Cause I brr 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 back to my old job. Turn it out loud, you can call me wild child. I ain't nothing like the mother's got my own style. And I wonder how I do it with his house. Let me break it down. Let me break it down, cause I get busy when I write. You know I got the style and copycats, they wanna bite. Walk to the stage and all you see is fresh and light. I think that's definitely like a category though of like guilty pleasures as like a, as dads, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it's like when you hear that stuff initially, you just hate it because you know it's kid music. But the more you listen to it, you like adults did make this. It's yeah. like some some contents and some yeah. substance here, you know. Yeah, that Bruno song, man. When I first heard it, I was like, man, I like this. Like, why do I like it? <laughs> and my son's just over here jamming. Like. <laughs> 
Uh, I can't say I liked it at first, but it did grow. It did grow on me. That's me with everything. I, I mean, was, you could strip away all the lyrics, and that's just like a good song. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what I mean. Sure. The vibe. Yeah, yeah, I think it was the lyrics and just the kids that was yeah. really getting me. But then once I heard the music more, I was like, oh wow, this, this is dope. I think I could like list some like '80s hair metal, like some Def Leppard. You know, that's sort of a guilty pleasure. Thing, like things off of hysteria it's like just not good but yeah. i like a lot of 80s music there's I like mean, a too. good production to it yeah uh, i guess i think of like i think of a few friends that are like big music heads that i just wouldn't bring up stuff to just because i'm like oh, yeah. i'm just gonna leave that I feel away like, uh, from yeah. for now and like you, enjoy it somewhere else you know what's <laughs> one and i can't remember if i've talked to you about this but i just love this album man is uh the pointer sisters yeah uh, one with automatic on it but like songs like neutron dance and it's hard to say but it's just like all those songs even though you could maybe categorize them as like guilty pleasure or cheesy it's just like there's so much groove yeah and so many things happening it's like i understand how you could play something as a guilty pleasure but it's also like man if you're not hearing the beauty of some of this stuff it's like man you're missing out Mm -hmm. on just going by the noise and being like oh yeah this is whack or whatever where are you standing with the vanga boys i mean it's like it's one of those things where it's like i love those because i have this nostalgic thing (laughs) attached to it of me being a kid and like but it's just like i can't say that i would go on that on my own What's that Eiffel 65 song, Blue? Oh, Blue, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like all yeah. that stuff's so bad. But like, <laughs> yeah, that's probably more of a nostalgic thing, like being in whatever middle high school at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Man, I don't know. We, I feel like I really want to go into this next topic. Yeah, let's do it. I don't, yeah. yeah, I don't know what else to say. I think we... I, I'm like, yeah, guilty <laughs> pleasures, man. Guilty I think it's just a chance for everybody that's, ho- that's listening just to think about like what is your guilty pleasure and just... Uh, swim in that pool Embrace and just it. enjoy it you know blast your headphones roll up the windows in your car and sing your you know belt your lungs out too and just enjoy it cause even, even if it's nickelback even yeah. if it's nickelback <laughs> look at his photograph <laughs> every time i see it it makes me laugh <laughs> i will have to try i'll have to give another go at nickelback <laughs> yeah okay so, so topic yeah two. so this next topic so uh j-row i saw an article uh, with you from Local Spins and it just asked you three albums that changed your life and when I saw them so the first album was one that we just talked about last week actually uh, we talked about concept albums which is Good Kid Mad City by Kendrick Lamar uh, Midnight Marauders by A Tribe Called Quest which I go back and forth all the time I'm like Low End Theory Midnight Marauders yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it just depends on what mood I'm in and then College Dropout which had a, a huge I cannot state enough a huge impact on my life yeah. Uh, so anyways, I just wanted to kind of dive into those three albums, man. Let's talk about them. Tell me, yeah. you know, just in depth, maybe some stuff you didn't talk about in the article about just what those albums mean to you. Man, you know, Kendrick is one of my favorite artists, period. So um, he was before that album. Yeah, so, me too. I heard, When yeah. I heard uh, Overly Dedicated Mixtape, and, oh, and I goodness. mean, even Section 80, man. Yeah. I mean, both of them, man. Yeah. It's just crazy. So, yeah. um, so I'm real proud of like... Fi- 
finding him on my own and putting all my friends on him. Mm-hmm. So they tell you like, hey, yeah, you put us. Well, you doing that like adds me to it? That adds to yeah, it. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. If you I found love it. that. I got <laughs> it. Yeah. I gotta ask you, it, being a Section Eighty fan, I'm sure. Like when I heard Rigor Mortis, I was going around to everybody like, bro, this dude is gonna be next. Like you gotta hear this track. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's the the what, bars and flow in there is just so crazy. What was man, the, the one for you on Section Eighty? Section 80, um, for me, it would have to be ADHD. Yeah. Yeah. That's like that's safe. Yeah, yeah. So my my stepbrother was like, every time I see him, he's like, "Hey, you got me up on ADHD, <laughs> man. I love it. Like, you know what I mean? To this yeah. day. So yeah, that's, that's I love that. That was one. the first yeah. one that I heard where I was yeah. like, he's something different. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. That is the one for me for 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 that. Uh, so album. so when you heard Good Kid, Mad City, was it just like a continuation of that, and you was just kind of like, Yo, yeah, this, this changed everything for how I think about how I want to create something. Yeah, I think um, I, you know what? When I heard that album, he he dropped it and he played the whole thing on Shade Forty Five on Sirius Radio, and I was on yep. my way to Chicago. Mm. I'm wow. listening, you know. I was like, what? I'm. Did what? you catch it from the beginning too? Yeah, I caught oh, it straight man. from the beginning, and um. I just remember hearing the song with uh, MC8 is on it. Uh, oh yeah, uh, like the switch up on yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the song yeah, with yeah. Pharrell. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, I'm drawing song? a blank on it too. Oh, my goodness, um, oh. is it Good Kid, Mad City? Oh yeah, the Good yeah. Kid, Mad City. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, yo, this is crazy. So yeah, that album, man, it takes you for a ride. I mean, just listen to it. It's you know, he's taking you through the man, whole story. You but know? you feel like you could relate with a lot of that too. That was a lot with me, man. When I heard Art of Peer Pressure, I was like, damn, yeah. man, this hit is so close to home. It just like, it like when he says like, just me and the homies, you know what I mean? Just doing right. shit with the homies. But it's also like, I don't feel this way. Like I really don't want to, but it's just that, that peer pressure, man. Yeah. You know, just doing stupid shit. We all, we've all been there as yeah. youngins, you know what I mean? So, and you know, you were in the suburbs or you were in the hood. Right, you know, yeah. You, you were around the homies, you know, you had some fun and you did stuff that you wasn't supposed to be doing, you know, and you didn't you didn't have Shireen, you know. What I mean? <laughs> so so it's 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 I think it's relatable to everyone, you yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. that was dope. That yeah. was dope about that album. I think too, just the one thing about that album too that just like uh kind of changed everything for me is cause it's like it's a whole day. It's like you were pretty much experienced yeah. from top to the end of just like what happened in this whole day. And I can't really say, there's a lot of concept albums out there, but I, I can't really think of one off the top of my head before that I heard with that, that it just takes you through like a whole day in the life of something. Well, I mean, it's as a concept album, it's not like, I think what's nice about it is not so like far-fetched. Right. You know, yeah. a lot of like concept albums get a bad name because it's like, oh, it's this dream I had or traveling to outer space. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, no, it's just that's exactly what to, I mean. It's just it's like about a, a, yeah. a day yeah. in the right. life. You know, right. usually concept albums it's, are about like 
Sergeant Peppers, you know what I mean? Right. And this whole <laughs> like magical brand. journey, yeah, 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 yeah or whatever. It's yeah. just very straightforward, but it, it, like you a, said, you could connect to it. Yeah, yeah, it's about a kid in his mama van, right? Yeah, <laughs> and being in shit all day yeah, long. Yeah, he yeah, should yeah. have his ass home, bringing dominoes to his family, right. like he's supposed to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> the next one you had on there was Midnight Marauders, man. Yeah, Tribe Called Quest, yeah. special album in my heart. But I want to hear. Yeah, you know, man. Um, shout out to my aunt Sandra. Um, she actually gave me her tape and she introduced me to to a lot of hip hop you know she was like that cool aunt you know with all the posters in her room and all that stuff but i remember hearing um scenario i love my young nation movie sensation no time for hibernation only elation don't ever try to test don't want a little kid no mr buster rhymes tell him what i heard you rushed and rushed and attacked then they rebuked and you had to smack Causing rambunction throughout the sphere Raise the levels of the boom inside the air You know I did it, so don't violate or you'll get violated The hip-hop sound is well agitated We'll never waste no time on a played-out ego So here's Buster Rhymes with the scenario Watch as I combine all the juice from the mind Heal up, wheel up, bring it back, come rewind Powerful impact, boom, from the cannon Now bragging, try to read my mind, just imagine Right, and uh... Buster Rhymes just yeah. going off and like Q-Tip and Fife and you know, the whole they just I just fell in love with the whole album even just the cover you got all the all faces the face, yeah. on the cover you ever seen the back too and they yeah. just continue on yeah, it's crazy yeah. Yeah. and that was just dope to me man and it was like one of the first tapes that I've I, I actually owned so that one really did a lot to me because I just listened to it all the time like it was the only thing I had to listen to you know. And so at that time in the 90s was just like, you know, it's cool. You right, know what I mean? Yeah. And it was something different, you know, right. about about them. So, um, but Scenario really did it, you know what I mean, to me. Like, that was just like bars, like Cypher style, like made yeah. me want to rap. Like, oh, man. And then it introduced us to Buster Rhymes. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? So. Yeah. yeah, I think the thing with Midnight Marauders is just the, the sampling, man. Like, one song that... Just blows my mind every time, and I remember when I heard it was uh, lyrics to go, Ooh, and uh, mini Ripperton inside my love is sampled in there. But she's just hitting a high note, and throughout this whole song, you just are like, <laughs> and I was just like, what? What is that noise? Like, it's, it, I can tell it's not a keyboard, it's not like a guitar, and it's just Minnie Ripperton's voice from a song, you know, Sample. and that yeah. got me into the whole road of Minnie Ripperton, and I started seeing yeah. Stevie Wonder produce stuff for her, and oh. I started diving in, and I, I found about her that. band Rotary Connection. It's like, that was like one of the roadmaps. In the next album we can talk about was actually more of a roadmap for me, but that Midnight Marauders like really got me into a lot of different stuff. And I'll still represent the nation. When I speak a nation, please don't make the deviation. Rebels of the party who create the drum sensation. Mind is a pit of different information. Microphone is on, so I cross communication. Vogel at the party, then you got the vogelation. Decapitate and pose, as if my name was Jason. Making all the fellas at the party lose composure. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. That's the cool thing with that, you know, with them sampling as much as they did. If if you were at all interested in, you know, in expanding yourself, you could sort of take that, like you said, as the roadmap and just get into all sorts of genres of music from yeah. that one album, which is cool. Yeah. Um, one thing I was going to point out really quick between Tribe Called Quest, where you had on tape, you know, yeah. In right. the '90s, you had this physical medium. 
and you're sort of, that's all you had. And so you wore it out in your discman or your tape deck and like, or if in your car, you getting know. your pencil rewinding the tape yeah. back in. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And I think that's why it can really ingrain itself in you. And then with uh, Kendrick, you know, there's like space race to to find the music fast, you yeah. know, because yeah. everybody has access to it, you know, and like to turn somebody on to. I know in our like music group, we're always sort of chasing after each other to try to one up each other. And like, oh, have you heard this? Have you heard this? But yeah. it's like everything's out there. So you have to like try even harder. Right. To like. Cause there's something about like claiming something. It's like, I turned you on to that. Yeah. No, for <laughs> real. Yeah. 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 When your friends know about some music, you put them on, you like, don't forget. Don't forget. I told you about that. Right. Right. That's so I, I just thought about that, you know, growing up in the nineties and the having like the physical thing and like, you, 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 like here, flip through my CD disc. Let's, let's trade stuff, you know? And then when you could burn them, you know? Right. Like, yeah. It is interesting. I, I would always like record songs on, on uh, radio. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Put the, put the, get the mixtape. Yeah. yeah. Same, yeah. same. And then yeah. when it got to LimeWire, man, it was over. Oh, this, it was. this next album we about to talk about, I don't want to die. But we, and we could go back to these I'm other the, two if we want to. Well, but. that's funny, though. Like, these three albums you picked are distinct periods of, like, how music was uh, consumed. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, this next album, I pretty much burned each track off a of line wire <laughs> and waited, like, an hour for each of them or days for each <laughs> of them. Was it 2003? 2003. You yeah. got it, man. Right in the dot. Yeah. So, uh, we talking about Kanye's uh, college dropout. Yeah, and man. I want to say... Let's keep out who we know him as today. Let's not even go there. Let's yeah, just think about 2003, man, and, and him coming on the scene. And I'm going to paint a picture for you, J-Rob, and you can tell me if you feel the same way about this. But at that time in hip-hop, it was really like everybody was in the get rich or die trying. 50 yeah. talking about how you getting shot. All about gangster hard stuff. Yeah. Dipset was popping. Yeah. You had Jewel Santana, Cameron, the whole Harlem thing, being flashy. And then it's just this dude who just like, I just got a pink polo on and like I'm about to rap about uh my jaw being broken and it was just like I was I was flipped upside down man when I when I found some of his music. So tell me what what college dropout did for you. Man, college dropout to to go back to like good kid man city with like him being with his homies like this was a time that I was like with my homies and we we had the bootleg college dropout before it even came right. out. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah that's the and, line wire I was and, downloading. And yo, I'm talking about you everywhere we went, this was getting played. Like, yep. you know, and and it was so dope because you we we weren't hearing that. Like you said, fifty cent dipset. You know, and and you know, I'm from I'm from the struggle, but you know, I'm not, you know, yeah. I'm not doing the stuff that them guys are doing. Right. Same, yeah. But, you know, I can relate more to Kanye, especially from, you know, like I told you guys earlier, being back and forth from Chicago my whole life. So that was super dope with it. And then on the cusp of being in college yeah. at that time, you know what I mean? So that album is like one that will forever be one of my favorites. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just... Yeah. Spaceships, you know what I mean? Come on, man. Like, take me to the back and pat me, asking me about some khakis. But let some black people walk in. I bet you they show off they token blackie. Oh, now they love Kanye. Let's put them all in the front of the stove. So I'm on break next to the no smoking sign with a blunt in them all. Taking my hits, writing my hits, writing my rhymes, playing my mind. People can relate to that going to work and. Just job, you know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Man, that that album. So for me, again, we do. <laughs> it was it was middle school for me. But like the thing was too was just like that was my formative years. Already not feeling confident, not feeling yeah. like myself. Like you said too, I'm just like yeah, I wasn't into a lot of. I was just like yeah, I was the kid, quiet kid in the in the background. So like even. I think the first uh, that people just drug dealing just to get yeah. by, stacking yeah, money. Like, man, yeah. I was like just floored. And then when I heard Family Business, I was like, man, it sounds like my family. And even, yeah. um, you know, the sampling we was talking about, like, I think I was probably finding a Tribe Called Quest around yeah. that same time. But that one was really what College Dropouts really opened my eyes to sampling. Again, I heard uh, Through the Wire. That was like the single. Yep. And I remember hearing the, the Shaka, Shaka Khan, you know, yeah. and I was just like, that's that can't be like somebody really singing that. It sounds really high pitched, you know, and I looked into that sampling. It's like that started a whole forever life thing of what I do with samples. It's just when I hear nice. right. little choruses or something, I'm like, I got to know what that I'm is. You know, where I should be locked up for stupid that I did, but I'm a champion. So I turn tragedy to triumph, make music that's fire, slip my soul through the wire. You know what I'm saying? When the doctor told me I had a um, I was gonna have to have a plate in my chin. I said, dog, did you realize I'd never make it on a plane now? For me, it, it was like the the ability to cross over um, to to a group of people like myself that didn't listen to a lot of rap. You know, I, yeah. I it was all like the the hits that I knew, but like that made me interested in the whole album of you know a rapper yeah, yeah and it was yeah. all over the place it was yeah. it wasn't just one song it was the whole album yeah and you know? i mean just you think about some of those songs that were singles like jesus all falls walks, down right. jesus walks <laughs> jesus walks it's just yeah, like how doing that yeah like, time, yeah like how what how is those even hits you know yeah. it's crazy yeah i mean yeah that whole thing just just really changed the game and i feel like for a lot of like hip-hop artists especially like black artists too who are making hip-hop like that album was like oh Okay, I, I don't have to go that direction. Yeah. Okay, then I guess I'll be like myself and maybe spit some real shit here, you know, or whatever case may be. I feel like at that point in time in the rap game, it was really like you got to be a specific way. Streets. You got to yeah, be from the streets. And, you gotta, and, yeah, yeah, ain't nothing else for a, for the labels to hear. But right. with him doing that, it really changed the landscape. I feel like for even like even some popular artists today, like a little Uzi Vert or something like that, you know, like he really could be weird and have it, a diamond in the middle of his head <laughs> because <laughs> weird what? shit. Just Kanye just just opening up the, the, the land of like what rappers could be, you know, even though he's not as extreme as Uzi. Very, I feel like even to that extent, it kind of opened the door and, for some of that. And seeing seeing that documentary, I still haven't now, watched Genius. Yeah, it's crazy because he was so set on what he wanted to do, mm -hmm. and he did wasn't going to do it any other he way. Wasn't budging, you know. So that's what it actually makes that album more dope. Yeah, that's <laughs> crazy. Day. Yeah, is that like the pivot from rock, sort of owning the radio? to rap owning the radio now um, i wouldn't necessarily say that i mean i feel like rap was definitely starting to take over the radio before then before that yeah 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 late I 90s think, yeah i think kanye just made it where rap music on the radio didn't necessarily have to be flashy i mean you think about probably the number one artist before that when rap was probably jay-z he had like big pimping right and, that's you know, true like give that's it true. to me and just yeah. like all these songs that were just like I'm on a yacht, I'm on a boat. You had you had Diddy, you know what I mean? Oh, Diddy I and the flashy, yeah, and right. Maze is just like yeah, rap was like. That, but the 
this is what this is exactly what I'm saying. No, you think about like Mason Puffy in the videos. You know, they on the yeah. Las Vegas Strip, they dancing. But that was all like sort of schlocky, like pop stuff. Like Kanye, like yeah. brought it back. And that's down what to, I was like, saying. Cool. Kanye, exactly. Like, Kanye just brought it down to see, being cool. Kanye and real. is in the middle of like your conscious, uh, yeah, hip hop and your. Uh, Popular, your braggadocious you know, yeah. type. So yeah, bars he's right in the movies. middle, and he made both of those cool. You know what I mean? So he got the conscious kids to on the radio again. Like I mean? that's like, what yeah. I was saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that so. is true. Yeah, you think of like two songs on there that I love. Uh, so like it's two words that's on there. Two yeah. words. Two words. Just like conscious man, most deaf. You know, freeway killing. Right, right. But then you hear like new workout plan. You know, and this whole free ninety nine <laughs> sketch and just talking about <laughs> you know. Ridiculous shit, or just you know, of uh, 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 I mean, uh, he got me that, in, man. He got me going to like Tribe Called Quest and Black Alicious and Talib Kweli, uh, and like yeah. because he like opened the door because he was sort of pop, but also like you said, sort of conscious. He was rapping. bringing those yeah. people in. Now, see, now that I don't like that he discredited those guys um on like the new kind recently, like, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. I don't like that yeah. part, and that kind of rubbed me a little bit the wrong way, but. You gotta know that he came from. He's got a lot of influence from that side of it. Right. So, yeah. Um, but I, I mean, did, he really got like me. That. Yeah. I think you you put that right on. I mean, like I, most deaf man, black on both sides is one of my favorites. But I feel like if I didn't hear him on two words, I probably wouldn't have been as interested to kind of dive in and, and see what that album was about. You know. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's crazy. All of those guys, man. It, it, but yeah, that's that, that's another thing. I'm like, I mean, even John Legend, man. Like, even mm, he ooh. he was on there, you know, kind of yeah. uh, kind of ushering in a way, you know. But like you said, Kanye like kind of discredited them. And, yeah, no, you got to watch like the documentary, bro. I will. So here's the thing, and I, I'll be honest about this. Now we're going on a tangent about Kanye, but like he was a monumental figure for me, you know. And I know a lot about what happened, and I know how cool he was with his mom, and I was just like. Man, I'm not ready to watch the doc. Yeah. But my sister, like, it's going to make you happy to see him like that, the way he was, you yeah. know? It's just like a lot of people don't really know, and I'm not even going to, but like when his mom died, with how close his mom and him were, I'm like, that had to wreck him. And nobody was there to really help him deal with that because he's a celebrity. And then on top of that, he was with a long time fiance for a long time, and yeah. they split up. It's just like, man, he had everything yeah. going against him, and it really has I, never. I, I think <laughs> come you back. get the Kanye right now because yeah, of that. Exactly. I'm not, say, not to say he's a total wreck, and I, I don't, I believe it's like, like yeah, he got what, some good thoughts, maybe. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. It's but you know, if if she was still here, it'd probably be way different. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know. So if I could say one thing, I, I, I on the midnight going back to midnight Marauders, because. Mm -hmm. Scenario was leaders of the new school, and that's the first time we heard Buster Rhymes. Yeah, uh, a war tour was like what my favorite on Midnight Marauders. Back in '89, I simply slid in the place, buddy, 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 all up in your face. A lot of kids was busting rhymes, but they had no taste. Some said Quest was whack, but now is that the case? I have a quest to have a mic in my hand. Without that, it's like Kryptonite and Superman. So Shahid come in with the sugar cuts Fife doors my name but on stage call me Dynamut When was the last time you heard the fight for sloppy? Lyrics anonymous, you never hear me copy Top notch baby, never coming less, sky's the limit You got to believe I'm 
we on the world too. Yeah, like yeah. My mom, my you know, my my step pops played that out. You know what I mean? And so I just had. But that's no what choice. I'm talking. That's another song <laughs> where, like, when I hear that that intro, that but like those horns, I'm just like, yeah. what is going? And then even when the breakdown, when it's like, but it's just little xylophones. It's like. He's pulling from everywhere where it's like, I could tell something about this is spliced together, but something about it sounds so cohesive that my mind is just exploding right now hearing all of this, you know? And then obviously the lyricism of him and Fife, man. I mean, yeah. yeah. Let me ask you, because I don't know, what's Buster Rhymes like place in rap right now? Or <laughs> he disrespected is where his place is. Yeah. I would say so personally. If we say Mariah Carey doesn't get the respect, then we got to say Buster yeah. Rhymes. Probably. Anytime I hear his <laughs> verses, I'm just constantly blown away. Yeah. yeah and you man. should be. One and of the like, best. Yeah. And I One feel like best. a lot of people don't forget about that. And they just kind of place him in this category like fast rapper. And it's like, Go yeah. back and listen. Yeah. Not even just like talking about rap, but just being innovative and doing whatever. Yeah. I mean, you think about the give, give me some more video, man. All of that music sounded very sort of unique to me yeah. within the rap like sort of spectrum. But I mean, even outside of music, you talk about the image of Busta and what he was doing with some oh, of those yeah, videos, yeah, yeah. you know. And we, and, oh, you man. know, you can talk about Missy too, you know, doing a lot of stuff. But I remember, even to this day, I don't know if you remember this video, but the "Give Me Some More," mm-hmm. where, he, where he's like, "I fell down and bumped my head," and it's like a little purple guy and just like the microscope. The fit, I was well, like blown away so like, visually by that as like a little kid, as, you a, know? as a kid that was into like Primus and like the weird visual culture yeah. and like percussive nature of their music. I immediately. Saw saw Buster Rhymes as like a sort of a kindred Dude, spirit. That's cr- <laughs> I never like now that you said that I'm thinking about Primus videos. I'm like, yo, that's yeah. very yeah, yeah. Very yeah. artistic, very off yeah, the wall. Yeah, I think that's why like he he's so animated. You yes. know what I mean? And hip hop is Good like word. so yeah. serious. Yes. You know what I mean? And, or you know, you got to be talking about those things and Buster Rhymes is he can talk about that, you know, but he's just animated like yeah. like one of the first verses I remember from him was just like he was like Rawring, you know what I mean? Like, rawr, rawr. Rawr. like a dungeon dragon, <laughs> like so, just a yeah, yeah, just animated, you know. Yeah, that's What's crazy. That, uh, put your hands where my eyes can see. Yeah, put your that, hands where my eyes that can beat. See. I don't know who produced it, but it's like it's just like so simple, but it's, it's so yeah. Simple. That's got to be Neptune's man. If I had to guess, that's got to be Pharrell in the Neptune's. He that. did pass the Cavassier. I feel like that had to be around the same time. With no delaying, so what you saying, yo? Silly with my nine milli with the dilly, yo. When I be on the mic, yes, I do my duty, yo. While up in the club, like we while in the studio. You don't wanna violate, nigga, really and truly, yo. My main thug, nigga, named Julio, he moody, yo. Type of nigga that'll slap you with the Tulio. Bitch, nigga, scared to death, act fruity, yo. Fuck that, look at shorty, she a little cutie, yo. The way she shake it, make me wanna get all in the booty, yo. Top, yeah. So, anyways, Buster Rhymes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's so we go get into our last one. All right, Jay you might not notice so every time we have a guest on our last question is if your music was a blank what would it be we just like doing this to get you to think a little bit deeper so i'm gonna i'm gonna call on my wife here i told her what i was gonna do here and she was like this i don't know about this but we'll see so if you're pull up a list just in case we need it <laughs> yeah pull up a list so you can give j rob a list if you need it if your music was a little debbie snack what little debbie snack would it be <laughs> You need a list? Uh, you need us a shout out song? Oatmeal cream oh, pie. Right to oh, it. This came okay. right to it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. We even list that one earlier. No, yeah, I know. Yeah. Because it, it gives you some layers. Yeah. Right? And so, you know, I can give you the, the seriousness, the real life stuff, but I can also give you that feeling 
you know, make you dance, you know what I mean? Make you feel good, you know, when you when you taste it, pause. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, yeah, I, I would say I would say oatmeal cream pie. Yeah. No, that's, that's good. Yeah. I like that that you can get like the small ones, but there's also like a, a real big one yeah, too. Yeah, you can just get the one at the uh, store for fifty cents. You don't the like big the big ones? ones? The small oh, ones? It's too much. It's man. too much. It too is. much going on in there. Nah, yeah. <laughs> just give me a little oatmeal cream pie. Huh? <laughs> if I had to add anything, I would just say like it's very smooth. You know, the, the texture is very creamy, mm. like a nutty butter bar. It's like crunchy. It's crunchy right? yeah. and peanut butter. Yeah. This is like the the, the texture. You get is the very, cookie, you get the filling. Yeah. And they just, they <laughs> mesh so beautifully together. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Man, we didn't even have to like give you any. You I know. Like, <laughs> He's just like oatmeal cream, cream pie. <laughs> I will say that's my personal favorite yeah, of all. Mine too. For so, sure. I crushed yeah. the whole box. For sure. <laughs> I haven't had them in years though, man. No, I gotta get one. Probably man. for good reason. Yeah. yeah. Stuff, all that stuff's not so good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Well, J-Rod, thanks for coming on, man. We appreciate you. Yeah, that thank was fun. you guys for having me. Yeah. I appreciate it. All right, peace. Till next time. Peace. Thank you.